0: you're listening to
1: it's all good magic mysticism and earth medicine visit us anytime at our new website magic hyphen and medicine.com and that's magic with a k i'm your host dr candace hello welcome to season three of it's all good magic mysticism and earth medicine i can't believe we've made it to season three now before i play the interview that i did with uh adam c hall i just want to give you a little bit about uh, a little bit of background about him Uh, he had an extraordinary journey a life-changing journey uh, in which he Discovered doors that opened in order for him to discover his divine genius, and
0: um, he, um,
1: goodness, he did. He did some moving around, and he sort of hit rock bottom before he learned the 13 universal wisdom teachings teachings each of which had a profound impact on him which allowed him to unpack and unlearn the layers of false pretenses which previously controlled and ruled his mind and veiled the truth of his heart so he, I mean he is a very good guest here. And at the end, in the show notes, actually, there will be information how you can get in touch with him or learn uh, more about the different services he offers in regards to why the beliefs around death are such transformative teachings for us, the difference between divine doing and divine being involution and evolution, and much more. And also I'll have a link to his new book. So after this commercial break, I will play the interview and enjoy.
0: Stick Queen Mother offers various spiritual services virtually. Now you can be
1: anywhere in the world and receive intuitive readings, divination and consultation sessions, and even remote video intuitive readings via email. Your sessions will always include spiritual guidance and messages from your ancestors and spiritual teams. My prices are reasonable and affordable. You can even book and pay safely and securely right online. Once you book, you'll get a link via email for your session. Visit magicandmedicine.com and click the services tab in the menu to learn more. That's magic and medicine.com. Oh, and don't forget, that's magic with
0: a K, magic and medicine.com. Okay. Hi, Adam. So welcome to our show.
1: You've had quite an extraordinary journey. And I'd like for us to just Revisit your background in regards to uh, this journey that you took, that led you to discover um, what you what you call your unique divine uh, genius. So, what, how did you get to that point? How did this? What was what was the journey? Something that happened. Um, it said, you know, you I noticed that i did a little. And it said your adventure began from Santa Barbara, California to Peru. Why was that significant? Well, it's significant in the sense that um, we get to all step onto the path uh, of our lives, whether that's a spiritual
2: path or a material path. And ultimately, I decided, uh, Reverend Nadine, that the path that I was taking uh, was calling me in a different direction, and that the path that, that I was taking was one that uh, was, you know, essentially the quintessential American dream, the pursuit of, you know, wealth and the pursuit of uh, the things that were more typically materially oriented. And uh, I uh, created a a business um, early on in my life. I'm an entrepreneur and seeking and looking for ways to create opportunity. And I was in the real estate profession and I did quite well with that. I was blessed to marry my junior high school sweetheart and three just beautiful, beautiful daughters and uh, built a business and made good money all those kind of things that I think many of us strive for in our lives and, you know, ultimately when I got to the pinnacle of that um, success it, it just it, it was, it didn't feel that good. I, something was missing for me and I you know, was not feeling that well. I, you It know, was either Tums or tequila kind of thing and, uh, you know, kind of doing the things that that, that weren't serving my heart, and weren't serving my soul. And so I was running hard and fast, kind of what I describe as an earth conqueror. That newly masculine energy, not so nice, often. And uh, just felt that um, I was heading in a direction that would, I think I was gonna die consciously if I continue to, to run in that direction hard and fast. So, ultimately, I was driving to work one day and I, 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 I lived by this long jungle or a lion or gazelle, when the sun comes up, you better run like hell. Mm-hmm. Eat, eat, or be eaten. And, um, so I was living that life. And I sure as hell wasn't going to be eaten. So I was work and doing my thing and then ultimately I, I almost hit this dog and I, had almost, I just felt like I was having a heart attack and I said it's time for change so that's when I began to really focus on other ways of exploring life to really seek more purpose meaning in my life and been exploring different kind of modalities whether they're Easter or Western traditions, or mysticism shamanism Course in Miracles, exploring, you know, all different types of modalities, you know, what is the occult, what is the tarot, what are traditional teachings of, of religion, which really turned me off for the most part. So I began to explore other traditions and, and ultimately landing on shamanism and, of course, in Miracles is my primary philosophical uh, learnings and teachings and work I do in the world that was very much related to all of it, but really to the shamanic and indigenous traditions as well as of course. So that's just a little bit to get us started. I, I'm happy to be here with you and your audience and forward to seeing
1: where we wanna to go today. And you know, it's it's so, i I talked to a lot of people who are in the, the grind, that work grind for a hamster wheel we're running, 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 and we don't, we can't, we maybe should get off, but we don't want to because we have, to, we have to, to work, put a roof over our heads to pay the bills, blah, blah, blah. And that, so we get in that race and we, it's just tunnel vision. You don't see what else there is out besides that. That's how we've been conditioned in society. And we overlook The world that is surrounding us and the mysteries that are in plain sight, but not plain enough for us to see. You understand what I'm saying? The the invisible world. What uh, what's there? And that's why we we have. If if we just look at the statistics, no one, not many people do this. uh, We see that stress kills that uh, we, you know, the way we're living is not right. We have a high rate of obesity, heart, we have, uh, heart attacks, people dying, of having heart attacks, people unhappy and they don't know what to do, else to do when they get out of work. So they drink, some of them drink, 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 that makes them happy. Drink, drink and, and into the excess. So it's very, it's. There needs to be, and I see that there is sort of this the shift where that nine to five, that rat race, many people are realizing that is not what there all there is. It's not all there is. There's there's a whole lot more than what we are just doing. Just doing. If we look back. And all of us, our, our ancestors, the indigenous people, the people who've come, the ancestors of our ancestors, the people who have come before, then we, we will see how simple life was and how more in tune they were with the earth. And, and it wasn't that they were primitive, it's that they were very much advanced, so simply, but so simply that we can't even understand it. Because we've been conditioned to go after the money, show me the money. That's how we've been. That's that's how we've been conditioned. And it's not until it's something life changing, something happens, that we realize what what was I doing? For me, I went full circle. I, I was born with certain certain gifts as a child, and I thought they were normal able to get people and talk to people and things like that and then and all the different things that came along with that the different abilities I had and then when I went to college and everything and I became professional my first professional career was an educator I had to put on a face literally every day because if I were if I showed my difference then I wouldn't be fit to teach to be like the weirdo, the witch, so stuff like that. They'll make up names. And I hid that part of myself that, that that was really in tune with uh, Cosmic Mother. And when I left teaching, it was because I was attacked. 11 years I taught and then I was attacked by some students. I sat for a while and I, was, I sort of didn't know what to do because I had been running this race all the time, running, running this race. That's, I was in the hamster, hamster wheel. And when I was thrown off it, I said, oh my goodness, what am I gonna do with my life? <laughs> but, and I tell the story, I say, oh, but then, then I all of a sudden I sat, I went for walks. I could hear birds. I noticed things that i hadn't seen since i was a child and it was coming home back to myself so i'm coming home back to what truly was truly was and, and going deeper and seeing what is unseen just took up from there um,
0: so i wanted to ask because um um, the, uh, I'm going to ask that question again. But why do you think it?
1: Why do you think it's so difficult for us? You know, it, it, we, we say it. People like you say it. Many other people say it. They're telling us the dangers of just this this running, this running, running, running. This rat race. This going. The money. The work. The the job. Why is it so difficult? for us to embrace that, to understand that we are hurting ourselves, right?
0: I mean, it's so simple.
1: Yes, it is so
2: simple, yet we wanna make it so complex. And I, I, I wanna thank you for sharing your your journey and also speaking into that rat race, that hamster wheel, so to speak, the, um, that need, that reptilian need, of course, is a survival need and a survival instinct. And um, and you know, most certainly, I relate very, very much to that as I, I lived it. I no longer do. And uh, it was clearly a choice. And I think we all know this. That um, you know that life is a life that is about death and disease. Mm-hmm. That life is a life that um, conditions us into a reactive way of thinking and functioning in the world that supports uh, not being well or not feeling well or constantly never feeling like we're good enough. We lose our sense of self-worth. Many of us, in speak for men, can often feel very shameful not showing up in a way to serve our our, our children and our significant others in our communities. Shameful that we're not. And this is a a state of mind that uh, is a state of mind that is very destructive. It's a state of mind that is incessant on simply um, being reactive to old ways of thinking Limiting beliefs, conditioned uh, experiences that we had either through our cultural upbringing or our parental upbringing, or perhaps even from our previous lives, if you believe in those kind of things. So we function and wire our brains in, in, a, in a manner that is uh, just uh, is, is repetitious, and it defaults into. A, mode and a mechanism that is, that is, you know, its most lowest denominator is simply survival. And uh, we make a life like that versus a choice that we do have. Every single one of us has a choice, and you can make this choice right now. You can choose another way of living and functioning in the world right now. And let's talk about that, because it's seemingly very simple, that choice, mm-hmm. and it's seemingly very obvious that we all are asking for more health and wellness and joy and just a place of kindness and love in our world. We are seeking that. And um, in one sense, we, we can see it, but we cannot see it with our eyes. We cannot see it or feel it in our outer world in our inner world, we yeah. can see something greater. I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So we were sharing
0: a, uh, a bit about
2: how we can move away from that hamster wheel of our lives, that
0: mm-hmm. a, a continuous place of seeking and
2: not finding often or not having enough. If I only had this, if I only had more money, if I only had a partner, if I only had this and that. And that is the survival line that simply is trying to hang on to life and based on really a lot of our past condition experiences. So we just keep recreating it because that's who we are as human beings and our brains are wired that way. We also have the ability right now to make a choice to do something different, to choose a different mindset, a mindset that's not separate in the ego mindset, but a mindset that's connected. It's connected to this world. It's connected to other realms, other dimensions, whatever that may be for you. But most importantly, it's about grounding ourselves in a place of our inner knowing we can trust ourselves enough to make a new choice and what that takes is radical honesty let's get real with ourselves let's let's cut out the bs Mm -hmm. and get real and see things for how they are not for how we want them to be
1: but you know that's the key component but you know a lot of people don't want that they are afraid they're afraid to go and do that because it reflects upon themselves actually they have to go within also and a lot of people are afraid I, i've met so many people who are afraid to go in or they're afraid i, I once taught uh, a yoga class and i was teaching a meditation and i had uh a a, a student there who said she's afraid to meditate because she's afraid of losing control over her body and mind and i don't it's something that she has been fed by her uh she was part of some traditional religion and uh she was told that that was bad and it would lead her to losing control of her body and mind and, and, and opening herself to other entities and all this nonsense. So now she's afraid to do something that's actually going to help her. And I find that that I find that there's a lot of people out there who, who think that we're woo woo people, that's what they call it, woo-woo people, and that. All this stuff that we're talking is nonsense because they see things as solid, black and white. If they can't see it, touch it, feel it, then it ain't real according to them. And, and that's what's holding, that's holding the uh, elevation of, our, of the world consciousness. It's holding it back when those people aren't getting off that, that uh, hamster wheel and seeing, What's there? for them? I don't know if you've noticed that as well. One hundred percent.
2: I mean, I, I've, expected, I've, it's not simply about me noticing it, uh, Nadine. It's about me experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, fear is seemingly very real. Everything we do is either we're choosing for fear or choosing for love. And in our choice for fear, that choice is one that we are terrified Mm -hmm. of stepping away from how we understand and what we think about ourselves, because that would mean letting it go. That would mean letting our identity die away. That would mean these kind of things that are the death of that, the death of that ego. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, 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 we really fear the unknown. We don't, we don't know what our expansion looks like. We don't know what our consciousness looks like as we step into new things and, and step into different spaces and different people. We, it, 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 we, it creates fear. And if you think about it, we don't even know what we fear because we don't we don't know what the unknown is. So we we fear the idea of the unknown, not the unknown. Not what's possible because we don't know what it is. But mm-hmm. so we fear this idea. So this is about looking at this idea that, that this is, wait a second, I want to know what's greater than myself. I want to see other and experience other people and other situations, which of course opens us up to a world of abundance. Right. And it, it speaks directly to how we can manifest manifest abundance in our lives, first being completely stuck in a place of trying to hang on and fearing the greatness of who we are, fearing our potential, uh, as, as really as geniuses in our own lives, every single one of us has these capabilities, and we can choose into that right now, and it's a choice, and fear is, a, is, is the key thing that stops us, because we fear what we don't even know. And we feel, and what was experienced in that unknown, what I would say, what I'm finding universal, every, every person that I work with, people that I meet, is when they embrace that part of the unknown part, that unknown part of themselves, they realize something more even greater about themselves. They have a bigger heart. They actually have a lot of vision that they can see and share with others. They have an amazing, painful, difficult journey, but that amazing, painful, difficult journey is a gift. Yes. They can help gift and help others, particularly our children uh-huh. we need a lot of support and help. It's shocking what's happening in our family homes and the absence of fathers in our homes and what's going on in, the, in, the, in our world. So we can choose into that now. So we can be the victim, or we can embrace our true power, our true light, and step into that place. And that's what my work is all about is about bridging those worlds, this 3D world into our greater totality, five-dimensional capabilities, our abilities to be live in our abundance. These are all given, these are God given aspects of every single human being. And it's a choice. And it 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 sounds it, it, it sounds maybe simple because it is really simple, right? So we make it so difficult, as you said earlier. So hopefully that's a little bit helpful of some of these challenges we face because it, it, fear is, is, the, is the real stopper, but ultimately we're only sabotaging our own lives and our own greatest expression by giving fear the amount of tension that it, we do. And it does not serve. It does not serve. So embrace, embrace the totality. Stepped forward into our truth. Hopefully, that makes some sense and kind of helps some of your audience.
1: Yes. Now, tell us about um, when you met men. M capital M capital E capital N. Yes,
2: I, I'm happy to. Well, men, and not in men as gender in yeah. men, but uh, I am a. I consider myself a fledgling uh, Mayan uh, cosmologist, so I'm interested in cosmology, in the genesis of our root people, our indigenous people, people that were connected to Earth, people that came onto the planet, whether the Lemurians or the Palladians, or I'm very curious about this as a uh, as a place of exploration, but not so much in fascination around them, but more in tune with their technologies, their ancient technologies, the wisdom that they imparted, the presence of these type of ethereal beings and masters that are present on the planet, both in a physical way and a non-physical way. Men is an archetype in the Mayan cosmology, and men is the High seer, the one who carries the great wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: an archetypal energy, meaning it's a representation of wisdom, knowledge, uh, truth from uh, um, these these civilizations that came before us. So, men in in the book that I just completed and published, called Divine Genius, the Unlearning Curve which helps us to bridge that that hamster wheel into the totality of who we are as geniuses. Men was my guide. So the first thing that I chose that I needed to do after not feeling so good and living that seemingly American dream was to make a choice. And that choice was simply show, uh, Show up for our heart, show up for our truth, show mm-hmm. up for our genius, because when we show up, you've taken the biggest and most hardest step.
0: Mm-hmm. In other
2: words, I don't fear showing up for myself. I'm going to show up for myself. I know if I show up for myself, I'm going to show up for my children. I'm going to show up for my community. I'm going to show up to serve something greater than myself. And I get to explore that part of myself and see what I get to be seen. So when we do that, we become to a place where we get guided. And men was
0: a guide for me that I attuned to in my journey. It was
2: unfolding uh, back in 2012, a very monumental uh, crossover point uh, in the Mayan cosmology. And I was guided into these deeper teachings, these deeper truths and wisdoms. And ultimately to really develop a, a process to move from old Adam, let's say one to new Adam 2.0 and into that genius of who we are. Right. Men was the guy. We all have guides. Oh yeah. Just not paying attention. Sometimes that is correct. We're not
1: listening. Right. That is correct. And, and these guides throughout the, our lives impart wisdom and wisdom when I am doing my intuitive readings for my clients, I tell them that they all have spiritual team. They have to open themselves to do it. If you're not open to it, you can't learn anything. And it's not the voices in your head. It's you're, they're speaking through to you through the way that you will pay attention or understand them. But I'm interested to learn what was some of the the, the ancients, the, the Mayans, what was some of the, uh, what did they teach, what's some of the things you learned, uh, some of the teachings, if you don't mind my asking? Oh.
2: Well, it, it, of course not, and the idea of connecting with our guides, mm-hmm. and some may refer to those as angels, some of those may say it's other more mystical, uh, ethereal type of beings whatever that Whatever
0: your perception of it is. That's not. That's not the point. The point right. is, is how to get
2: this beautiful operating system we call the human body uh-huh. and attune our body, heart, and, and, and brain uh-huh. into this greater field of potential of potentialities and this greater connection in the quantum field. So it, and that all happens through our connection of our higher mind and our whole mind. And in order to really open that self as a container, as a receptor, as a, like, imagine a satellite dish that's beaming messages and receiving messages, that's, we have this incredible capability and this beautiful machine to do this. And and in that process of opening
0: ourselves up, we need to get out of the way of ourselves.
2: One of the things I work with when I work with people and the first obstacle of five key obstacles of this attunement to receive these powerful guides is to get out of the way of ourselves that classic self-sabotage fear is sabotage so in order to do that we don't need to learn anything we need to unlearn everything we think we know in other words the great teaching of this book in this journey with men was about unlearning that conditioned state of mind that defaults into a habitual need to either fulfill itself, be seen, act upon, our act in the world from our past. That's the reactionary nature. So in the process, we get to, we miss out on those kinds. We get, we miss out on vis- the vision that's capable to us. We miss out on the, the, the attunement and the vibrational field, the odd, plural claro audience. So we, we we get ourselves in a state where that, it, we're not able to receive and connect with those type of aspects of ourselves and those aspects that are here to serve us in our own well-being. So that's why I put forth the divine genius, the unlearning is the, the unlearning curve so that it offers a process to get out of that way, get past that first obstacle, get into the place where we can receive our, our, this greater power with this transmission of light, of love, and these uh, ascended masters and guides can come and we can receive them. And then we can do our work in the world, we can do our souls work, we can do our heart work we get to do these things, so it's a process, and it, and it takes discipline, it takes practice, it takes what some people say is selfishness. Be selfish for yourself, because when you're selfish, to you step into your beauty, your part, your genius, that serves your children, that serves the community, that serves the world.
1: And I like that you said that, uh, the be selfish part. Because um, when I, like when people sort of quote unquote change, okay, with change into opening themselves to the universe, certain people that were part of your life, some people fall away. They look at you like you're, you're different, but you are, you, you, you sort of are. And I noticed with me that there were people who fell away. And because the work that I do, I needed more solitary time, more contemplative time, more time to walk in the woods and listen to the trees, more time to meditate, things like that. And it was something that I wasn't doing. And it was okay to be selfish because to be selfish, to care for ourselves, I mean, it's it's not selfish as in the way that it's bad. It's selfish in the way that you're taking that time, you're taking that, what you need for yourself. So whatever work you have to be, that you're doing here, it can benefit those around you. Okay, because you, you, your family, your children, you can t- teach them more wisdom upon them. I'm probably sounding like a confused mess. <laughs> but I know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Yeah, I mean, others others on the outside may say she's being selfish, she doesn't want to play with us anymore. But that's not true. You're withdrawing so you can access the unseen. uh, Thank
2: you for that. It's it's, it's none of your business what other people think of you. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll just leave it at, we'll just leave it, leave it at that. <laughs> true. <laughs> None of your business with other people,
1: do. Right, right, right. That is true. And and when people fall away, they that's they're not meant for your stage like the, that they, they serve their purpose and they're gone. That's it. Move on. And thank I also you. thank
2: you. <laughs> It's it's nice to thank people for their time. Yes, thank you, you and goodbye. And <laughs> grateful and to learn that, during the lesson. Okay, well let's 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 keep rolling ourselves while we have a, a few more minutes. A few more minutes yeah. the chat.
1: Sure. Now, I, and I, I just lost my train of thought. Um. We can unle- you said, Uh. We can. Um, you said that we can unlearn death and disease. Um, can you explain that for the, the simple person? Um, I, I actually, all right, I, I, I'm going to pose, see if I'm wrong. Um, a lot of, a lot of, you know, people who have not, I guess, awakened to more of the universe tend to think there's, there's life and there's death and there's nothing beyond. And that's it. Once you go on the ground, that's it. And I believe that's not true. You know, we have many we have many lives. We transition and do other things. We 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 climb the ladder of uh, of existence. If we've learned what we need to learn during a certain level, then we transition onto the next. If we don't, we may. Reincarnate, incarnate again, but on the same level. And that, what I think this means is that we have we have to understand that when your body is in the ground, that's not the end, because the soul lives forever. And disease is also a factor of many things. It could be stress, it could be the way we're living. Um I'm probably so wrong, but could you elaborate upon how we can well, over well
2: no there there's no, no no right or wrong here. You know that's not the world we're living in. But the idea of, you know death is our greatest fear. We fear yeah. we fear death. And um, however, that mindset, that ego mindset that lives in that hamster wheel, that lives in that repetition of our past, just keep re-, re repeating our past traumas, our belief systems. I can't do this, I'm not capable of that. This happened to me. These this type of mentality is, is what creates death and disease versus living a life that creates life, life meaning energy, energy that's supporting us in our fullness, in our happiness, in our, and, and in particular our wellness, both body, mind, spirit wellness. And the idea of death is simply a thought. It's an idea. And That idea exists because we identify ourselves as a body. A body will die. Everything in the physical universe will die, even the sun. So in my book that I just published, Divine Genius, the first question I asked that was posed to me by my teacher, Alberto Villalba, can you get out of this lifetime alive? And the question is not to be explored at the last breath, questions can be explored right now. Because when we die and surrender the life of the rat race, the hamster wheel, when we die, let that die, we let that surrender. We are in a more classical sense reborn because we are the co-creators of our evolution. We get to choose whether to die or to live in every breath we take. And if we're simply thinking we're bodies, then we're going to be simply thinking we're just dying and diseasing. Mm -hmm. And that's the life we live when we struggle and we go through our challenges and we don't feel fulfilled and all the things that comes through our lives. I was living that life. I said no more. I showed up. And the choice of that is to die consciously now And in that conscious choice, saying yes, I want to surrender, you could even say it right now I want to surrender that life of the hamster. I'm willing to let that die away because what will be revealed will be my own inner truth. I will see my own inner power of my heart, of my soul. I feel what I refer to as you feel your genius, the brilliance of who you are, every single one of us has this. This is our enlightened state of being. You need to do nothing to be enlightened because you're already enlightened. Just get the stuff out of the way. that's what I had to
0: do. Get out of
2: my way. Get out, let my limiting beliefs go. Be willing to explore things that are new in the unknown to surrender and move from my fear. So the idea of death <clears throat> is one that spooks us, but if we truly know or come in, <clears throat> excuse me, into relationship with ourselves as spirit in a body, then we know, well, our body will die. Thank you, body. Thank you, bless you. I'm consciousness. I'm ever-expanding, unfolding light that it floats and moves through the quantum field, through the earth. This is the truth of who we are. And of course, it's easy for me to say, but it's a whole nother thing because each of us need to go out and experience it for real within ourselves. And that just begins with being really radically honest. That's what I had to do. Letting go of old belief systems that were all about dying. Why would I want to hang on to things that I'm not good at? Oh, I'm failing my children. Oh, I'm not doing the right thing in my work. Why do we want to hold on to thoughts like that? They don't serve us. Those are limiting beliefs. That's about, that's about death and disease for stepping into life. Life is the life force, the chief force, everything that makes the, the universe go round. That's who we are. We're not simply physical beings. We're made up of all these fabulous molecules and minerals and water. And there's, you know, that's a whole nother space to explore, but it's really the depth of who we are. And we're part of all of this. And that's very abundant. So hopefully that's that's helpful a little bit around death and disease versus life and wellness. That's the choice. I know a choice that that, that I'm living in. And I hope everybody else steps in it. That's why I'm here to serve you and others to help them to embrace this truth.
1: Wow. Adam, on that note, I know that some of my viewers may want to contact you. So, how will they be able to contact you? What's your uh, information, your website, your book where they can? Well,
2: saying? yeah. Thank you for that. So two things. If you if, if you are ready to say yes to you, if you are ready to say yes to your genius, if you're ready to really see things how they are and not for how you want them to be, if you're ready to embrace your abundance, then I would encourage you to check out a couple things. One, first and foremost, I am giving away a great little book called A Little Book of Genius, Wisdom for Abundance. And you can get that on my website. And my website is Adamhall.solutions. And you can go there and you can get that free little ebook about Wisdom for Abundance and Attuning Yourself into that place of your own heart, body, mind and spirit, into life and wellness versus death and disease. So that's the best recommendation because there's no cost to that. You can get out and you can enjoy it and check it out. If you're interested and you wanna really step up big time, then I would encourage you to get, get my book because that can be found on Amazon around the world. And that book is Divine Genius the Unlearning Curve by Adam C. Hall. So I hope that is supportive of you and your journey. The best days that we have are ahead of us. And we get to choose whether it be the chaos, the death and the disease, or it will be the life and the wellness and the abundance of who we are. We get to make that choice. And I hope each of you make the choice that's gonna serve you in the best way to preach the most fulfilling place of love and peace and happiness. And and, and, and living in your deeper truth and Jesus. thank
1: you thank you so much adam it's such a pleasure to have you on the show uh everyone all the the information that adam spoke about his website and his book and there will be links to that in the show notes
0: it was a pleasure adam to have you on the show Thank you for
1: listening to It's All Good, Magic, Mysticism, and Earth Medicine. Check us out at magic-and-medicine.com, and that's magic with a K. Thanks for listening.